Life is short. Get divorced. Outrageous and opinionated thoughts on how to divorce the things in your life that don't bring you joy. Honestly, Hannah and Just Jen bring you weekly accounts of their ongoing battles around getting it done and how to not take your life too seriously. Life is short. Get divorced. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Life is Short. Get divorced. So exciting. Hello. I'm Honestly Hannah. And I'm Just Jen. And we are here sitting in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, ready to start our new podcast, Empowering Others with Our Life is Short, Get Divorced. I am so excited to I be know. sitting here. I know. We've been talking about this for so long. Truly, we've been talking about Feel this like- forever. Um, and for all of you out there, you can always follow us on Instagram at Life is Short, Get Divorced. So today, Jen, we have to tell the people why we think we are experts in this topic and share our some of our experiences for what we've done to make us experts in this experience. So since we've been friends over the last 15 years, we found out collectively we <laughs> have seven businesses, six weddings between the two of us, five mother-in-laws, four divorces, three kids, two house fires, and one widow, and zero, zero guilt. guilt. It's fun to have another partner in crime who realizes, and I think we've had so much fun almost empowering each other and laughing at others and kind of doing it in the middle of Savannah. And I know that we're going to learn a lot more about each other. But what we're excited about is there's really like an opportunity to take this moment and realize life is short, get divorced. But that doesn't necessarily mean honestly get a divorce right while we are huge advocates no one is a bigger advocate of divorce and we are quite frankly it we're not talking about just divorcing your spouse we could be divorcing sugar it could be divorcing alcohol could be divorcing thank you notes yes jennifer's gonna divorce thank you notes it could be divorcing any number of things in your life that toxic just people aren't working for you today family members <laughs> you name houses it. all the things I think um, when it comes to it, we have been really good at supporting each other of saying life is short, move on, go to the positive, And yeah. that's really what we want to do to move forward. Yeah, yeah. However, I will tell you, when somebody told me that I needed to first meet you 15 years ago <laughs> and the way we met, it's really amazing that we're friends. It is because I was really rude. I mean, unbelievable, but you were right. But so I, was I couldn't still... really get that pissed. You know, the times there's times when you meet a stranger and you see them and you're like, gosh, I really want to say something rude to that person, but they're a stranger and I'm not going to say it. Well, I did say it. I don't think you meant to be rude. I didn't mean to be rude. In fact, it was really, truly meant to be a compliment, which shows how <laughs> mature you are that you took it in its true intention. Uh, either I was going to really like you or talk <laughs> bad about you the rest of my life. So where were we? Um, I think the best way to describe it would be a very late night in Savannah at a bar. Oh, a bar. It's true, though. (laughs) A bar is a bar. I mean, you know, Savannah, the first thing people ask about is, what would you like to drink? Well, we were, what, 15 years ago, so we were just children at the time. And um, I hate to tell you, but my bladder is not the biggest, and I was in the line (laughs) in the bathroom. Yes, in the line at the bathroom. I had recently moved to Savannah. Just minding my own business, by the way. (laughs) By yourself, in the bathroom, being perfectly appropriate i was not it was late it was late late at night like after midnight which nowadays is i don't even haven't seen midnight for years but uh people had told us both individually that we should meet each other i was new to town and you were a well-established maven of all the things entrepreneurial in this town 
And uh, you had recently been um, expoed a, a, on the cover of a magazine, a big fa- fancy magazine that launched. And there was a full face photo of you in this magazine. And everyone said, you should meet her. You should go meet her. You need to meet her. You need to meet this girl. <laughs> I was like, okay, enough already. They were like, here's what she looks like and held up this photograph of you in this magazine. The and worst photo ever. Awful. I looked constipated. It, it was, was horrible. Horrible. It was like full face, like mm. nothing else. Like, and as a somebody that's in PR and branding, it was the first it kind of horrible. time I didn't check a photo or <laughs> anything. And then you knew it was crappy because nobody said anything after the photo. Was I was like, yeah. Normally, nothing. when you're in media, you're like, oh, congratulations, we saw that expose on you. <laughs> yeah, nothing. No, People it was were being southern horrible. kind. And let's but just it was be awful. Let's just be clear here. We want to make sure the photographer who will remain nameless is a phenomenal photographer. We love him. It's not his fault. But it was a horrible photograph. And so I thought, dear God, this poor girl. This is the photograph in this magazine <laughs> for her. I feel so bad for her. And then I get to the bar, and someone comes up to us, and because someone comes up to me and says, "There she is. There's just Jen in the line for the bathroom." And so I made a beeline towards you, and I, you, you were your back was towards me. I'll never forget it. I even remember the lighting. Like it was like weird, dark. It was kinda, a long line, you know. And it was one of those bars with a sticky floor. It was nasty. <laughs> So I, tur- I I called you and you turned around and I said, I'm honestly Hannah and everyone says we should meet. And you said, yes, I've heard so much about you. I'm so excited. It's so great to meet you. And then I said, you are so much prettier in real life than you are in that horrible photograph in that magazine. <laughs> I was like, crap, you just called it. You just I mean- called it. No one else in the whole city has said it. And you said it. I think I like your moxie on that one, but... I'm not sure if we're going to get along. And you were so gracious. Like, this is where your PR, your PR maven status kicked in because you were like, okay, well, I'm not going to smack her in the face in this bar, but maybe I'll pre- make this person my friend. And then we went in to the bathroom and we've literally well, been friends ever mind. since. I did, and, of course. Well, of course okay, I cut in line. We were just talking <laughs> and you probably didn't even notice the of chick behind was like, gosh, almighty, I can't oh, believe I totally that girl. That. But you know what? We talked the whole time. Uh-huh. I don't think we shared a stall or anything, but we it didn't. was fun. And from then on. We've what? shared many stalls. We've sense. shared many things. Um, you know where a lot of skeletons are in my closet. But what I really love about it is that you've always given me, and I hope I've done the same to you, is really straight advice when I've needed it. Mm-hmm. And you have been there for um, many of my challenges in my life. And I I think that's what's kind of made fun. Our little race around yeah. um, the world of real life and being empowered and trying to get crap done and get it right at the yeah. end of the day. It's so never perfect. Learn. It's not. And I think that everyone thinks, you know, especially I blame Oprah for this, quite frankly, like you live your best life. You have to be a mom. You have to be an entrepreneur. You have to read. You have to go to book club. You have to have wine club. <sighs> okay. That's freaking I don't tiring. Have, I, I'm exhausted. Exhausted. From all of this responsibility. And especially in a southern town, you'll also have to do it with a smile on your face oh, and your sure. nails better be oh. done. Speaking of which, I got to get a pedicure before we go out of town. Anyway. Can we do that after this? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So that's think, how we met. Yeah. And again, when we started talking about life is short, get divorced. Uh, which one of us was getting a divorce? Was it which which divorce was well, it? I it's, can't remember. I have, this is it's long since been my advice to people for many 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 years. Like people are like, oh my husband. Well. Hey, you know what? Life is short. short. Get divorced. Get divorced. Like, and no no other time has this been more relevant than COVID times that we're in now, right? Like, I mean, either people were having babies or they were figuring out a way to get out of the house and right. eat each other. Uh, exactly, or both. So you just it's just it, 
life is precious. And if you have not learned that in the last 20 something months, it's been since COVID times, you will never learn it. So we're here to give you all of our wisdom on how we've learned it the hard way pre-COVID. Yeah. And hopefully during this podcast, you'll learn more about us. But we, I kind of thought when we talked that maybe we could do like a fun little pop quiz just to talk a little bit about our life, just to give a little snippet okay. of why we think life is short. Get divorced. What do you think? Yeah. A pop quiz. I'm all out of pop quiz. It's not going to be it's not going to be graded, is it? I hope because I didn't do so great in school. <laughs> I know you're going to win. Um, OK, you start. So, all right. Let me think. All right. Of what was your favorite wedding dress? Oh, my first wedding dress was the best. It was this fully, because I was also a child bride, basically. It was a fully beaded, short, like it was right at my knee, short Oleg Cassini. Oh, and oh, my my in-laws were scandalized that I was wearing a short dress. (laughs) It was rocking cute. I'll post a picture on Instagram. Life is short, get divorced. I love it. I think my favorite one was my third because I got it at David's Bridal and it fit me perfect. It was only like $250 and it rocked it. And the other, my second one, I ended up dying black. (laughs) What? I took my second wedding wedding dress. You're joking. And I dyed it black so I could wear it to a black tie function. Oh. Because it was really a good looking dress. I mean, no sense in wearing it. I was only married for two years. So, I mean, you might as well get the benefit of the dress. That is the voice of practicality there, folks. Might as well get the use of it for a second time. Why not? And did it work? It worked beautifully. And no one Actually, really I knew. saw my ex-husband. The only time I saw him, I was in that dress, but he didn't know it was the wedding dress. And that is the truth. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's very um, that's very um, entrepreneurial of you to recycle your dress. Which of all of your um, families and many names that you've had, which was one of your, like, do you have like a favorite family member that you miss the most? Or do you have anybody that, without obviously using anyone's name, I really miss my first father-in-law because he taught me how to shoot guns. Oh, that was so much handy. fun! And like they had land in the back, like in South Georgia, and the f- I had never done that before growing up in Atlanta. Like yeah. you really didn't have a lot of access to yeah. country world or the other part True. of Georgia, which is actually now where I've lived the majority of my life and yeah. love. But man, I got to shoot. Well, you got to drink the beer. Then you got to shoot the beer cans. Then you got to figure out how to load the gun. I was like, this is fantastic. My first grandfather-in-law, so my first husband's grandfather, taught me how to shoot mistletoe out of a tree. They were from Alabama. Dang. And I was from Metro D.C., right? And I didn't know. I was like, what is that stuff? And they're like, oh, that's mistletoe in the tree. And, and I was like, well, how the heck are you supposed to get it out of there? Because it's so high up in the world. And he was like, well, let me show you. We're going to get the gun out and shoot it out of the tree. I was like, this is awesome. Love, love it. it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so what about your favorite thing maybe that you took from your one of your divorces or something? You're like, I got to have this. This is mine. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure the the club of all my exes would tell you that I thought everything was mine. So um, they have a support group, I'm sure. But I, um, the thing that I treasure the most, having been married so many times, is um, I have some really like staple recipes from my mother in laws that I that I have made my own. But like, I don't know. Every time I make them, I have just like a Which tiny mother in law. All, first one, first second and one. second. Yeah, oh, you took both of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, I mean, because they're both were married into two southern families, and they were like, yeah. Um, so it's really just a, a nice little nod to them, and just and I've carried them around for I don't even know since 1992. So that's cool. <laughs> earlier, that's cool. So, yeah. now they're yours. Yeah, they're mine. They're very, they're very much part of my like you know staple of recipes. But 
That sounds really lame, but yeah. And you, did you take anything? I like to steal ashtrays, so I probably had a couple <laughs> ashtrays that I've had from different parts of the world that I wanted to keep, but just probably my pride. Yeah, good one, good one. And for a side note, she does not smoke, so... I don't smoke at all, but you can hold jewelry and weird all little ashtray ashtray addiction. <laughs> I got some killer ashtrays. Um, which of your husbands did you have your children with? My first husband. I was also a child bride. And, <laughs> you were. Um, you are still That's the longest I was married. Oh, it was 13 years. Oh, congratulations. I know, like over a decade. Unbelievable. I, um, mine is with my current husband, number three. My child is with him. I only have one. And uh, also my longest running at the moment. Um, well, will the whole be 15 kid makes it a lot more complicated. So you really, yeah. I mean, you better, you better figure it out because life is short. Yeah. And if you are going to get divorced and you have kids, that's a whole nother element. Probably a whole nother episode. Oh, for sure. A whole right? nother episode. For sure. For sure. For sure. Where have all your divorces been? Like, have you been in different states all and different in cities? Savannah, Georgia. Oh, well, that's convenient. I don't think I knew that. Not all my weddings, but all my divorces <laughs> Not have all my been weddings. in Savannah. What about you? All my divorces have been in Georgia. Yes. Okay. Yes. Even though I'm not from here originally, I've been here longer than I was in my hometown. So In the yeah. state of Georgia. I have been in the state of Georgia. Yes. For that. But interesting, neither one of us were born in the state of Georgia. I was born in Ohio. You were yeah, in Maryland? I was born in Maryland. That's right. Yeah. Yep, outside of D.C. But I think one of the best things that happened is basically living in the South. Oh, no doubt about God it. Almighty. We live in no God's country. It. We will not tell you. We hope during this podcast to really give you glimmers of the sexy part and coolness where we live in Savannah, Georgia, on the coast, two yeah. hours from Jacksonville, two hours from Charleston, near Hilton Head. But I wouldn't live in no, other parts of Georgia. You couldn't pay me. And here, like, Mm -mm. I remember anywhere. the first time I came here, I had been living in Atlanta for a long time. And um, the first time I was looking at moving from Atlanta to um, Austin, Asheville or Savannah. And I had never been to Savannah. And I came down in the fall and it was beautiful weather. And it was just like sunny, beautiful, perfect, crisp day. And I was driving downtown on Liberty Street. And it was like the sun was like spackling through the trees onto the street. And every, people were like happy and walking. And it was it had a very European town feel. And I, I remember so clearly driving down Liberty Street street thinking what do I have to do to live and work in this town I, don't, I will do whatever it takes and literally that was October of 2005 by January 1st 2006 I had I owned a house and moved here that's yeah. how fast I love, fell and in love with now it. with COVID I think that more people have discovered not only Savannah oh, yeah. but our area Buford Bluffton yeah. all of that area on through Charleston and they're realizing my gosh I can yeah. just be anywhere let me sit and let me kayak during the afternoon yeah. or you know walk <laughs> around and it's gorgeous it is we're really lucky but what's interesting is to have what I consider women empowerment feeling and another mutual friend in a town that most people think, oh, you've got to behave. It's the most conservative town. Yeah, you got to, you know, not. do y'all still wear gloves? And <laughs> yeah, we're all going to debutante and, balls. But what I will tell you is we are a freaking cool town. We now. are. Y'all should come visit. Um, all y'all should come visit. And as we do kind of future podcasts, we're hoping to also educate you on really cool spots of savannah and things to do so be on the lookout for that all right so what are we divorcing this week yeah i don't know i've got a lot of things i'm trying to get rid of in my life generally um but the one thing that's not bringing me joy these days is carbs i'm divorcing net carbs this week what the hell is a <laughs> net carb so i've always been the chubby bride the chubby girlfriend the chubby co-worker and i've 
you know, turned 50 recently and I've decided that I've got to get rid of some of this fat. That's what I'm divorcing myself of fat. And by doing that, I'm divorcing myself of net carbs by default. So net carbs are not the same as all carbs. Are we going to get a bunch of calls from people that are going to be like, yes. uh, this is not clear. This yes. is carb, not carb. Oh, no. All, yes. Carbs. All the carb, all carbs are gross. All the carb hall monitors are going to call and say, carbs are good. If you eat the right kind of carbs, it's fine. I'm speaking to you, trainer. Um, so let me tell you. And about, you know who you are. And yeah, he knows who he is. So let me tell you about what the carb situation is. So I'm trying to stay net 25 carbs a day, which is basically what you get by breathing. It's <laughs> almost impossible. And so what I found is that you carbs are in everything. Carbs are in tomatoes. Carbs are in avocados, right? Avocados. Mm. All you people who are eating avocado toast every day for breakfast are consuming a lot of carbs every day. Now, some people will say those are good carbs, Jennifer. But I am here to tell you that since I have reduced my carbs, I it has made a huge difference in my weight loss. A huge. Well, you also, do look, you look freaking awesome. Well, thank you. But also, obviously, have reduced my food intake. That's also step number one. Don't eat so much. But the fucking avocado toast is killing people. So even if I have a quarter of an avocado, just a quarter, like, you know, that's like a bite, teeny tiny little bite. It's like three carbs. And I'm only trying to get 25 a day. That doesn't leave any any carbs for wine. This sounds like a healthy thing to divorce. So anyway, so that's what I'm focused on. V- laser fucking focused on getting rid of carbs. It's How our about? first podcast and we're going to get carb calls. We're going to so we're going to get, get all, all the nutrition folks are going to be on us. Am I going to have to write a PR us. statement for the carb calls? Yes. Can you, can you what contact? What really meant was. <laughs> can you contact the carb bureau and let them know that we are public enemy number one? <sighs> Great. Okay. So that's what I'm divorcing. Thing. You're not going to believe it. I'm going to divorce. I can't. I can't wait to hear. Thank you. Notes. Not true. Oh yeah. No. I'm not bullshitting. I don't you. believe it. I promise. Mm-mm. And guess why? Why? Because I'm sick of the time it takes from writing the note. Because I feel really good when I write the note, and it just feels great. I listen. I've built a business on thank you notes, but I'll tell you what. Now, by the time you write it, you get it in the mail. You hope that the mail actually gets it to the right person it's a week they're probably like yeah uh, that was so last week i don't think they think that do you think i you think, don't? They think the opposite of that they think jesus she sent a, a, a thank you note in less than a week that's what i think when you send me a thank you note but what if i just sent you a text you're calling eh, thanks you're welcome yeah i mean well sure you don't ever have to write me another thank you note i'll give you the permission to get out of that but this has been your secret weapon for 20 plus years. Sauce, but it's anybody's secret sauce. You write a handwritten thank you note. Mm. Didn't you make your child write handwritten I thank you notes do. to people? My mother wouldn't let me get up from the table. Right. I mean, I'm a damaged thank you note person <laughs> in the most wonderful way. She I mean, I'm mean very it. grateful. She didn't mean it. I didn't mean it, Mom. Like, you really did. You taught me a good thing. But I'll tell you, it's ex- freaking exhausting. Yeah. I, well, can I just say something about that for you? Sure. In, in particular, to you. I believe that it is exhausting for you because you are very vigilant with it. So maybe you just step it back a skosh. For instance, I maybe was I'll in, eat for carbs instance, and not <laughs> write <laughs> thank you notes. You can eat a carb. For instance, I was out of town for work this week and I got home very tired and very late last night. And let me tell you what, my husband did not get up out of bed to come greet me. I had to haul my bag from the car, drag it up the front step. And then I get to the front door and the door's locked. Now, literally 15 minutes prior to that I had called and said I'm at the airport I'm getting in the car honey I'm on my way so you might actually be getting a divorce so no (laughs) hold on there's a point here I can't remember what it was now so I uh I got home 
I let myself fucking in the house, got home, walked over, dropped all my stuff. Of course, the dog thrilled to see me. Biscuit is all about seeing me. And then what is on the table? But a letter, a note, a little sweet card from you. I almost Aww. cried. It was so sweet. I was like, my husband didn't even open the door for me. Oh, I'm so It was glad. really sweet. So I don't think you know. You need to know before you completely divorce this really nice habit that you have that it really does. It really makes an impression on people. A very positive impression. Shit. Now what am I going to divorce? <laughs> oh. You'll have to come up with something for next session. Okay. Well, it's a good thing that we've started this podcast because there's so many freaking there's things we can divorce so many and encourage other people to divorce. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. You want to talk about some of the fun things we've got coming up in future yes. podcasts? As we wrap up our first uh, episode here, we want to thank everyone for listening and downloading um, this first podcast. We have many more to come every week. And we have a few really exciting segments that we'll continue to do throughout our sessions. One is uh, with Wendy Wallace, who um, is a certified financial planner with Lighthouse uh, Financial Show. She'll be with us for a great episode about women and money and all the things you should divorce that you're doing bad with your money. No end of topics there. We also are going to have something that we call Sessions with Scott. Yeah, I love Scott Pennington. Scott's with Marietta Roswell Counseling Center. And let me tell you, he's a, he's going to give us a wonderful perspective. And I think we're going to have some call-ins in the future, too. Yeah, definitely want to do call-ins. And, and ask, ask our man. man. Our favorite segment that we're going to do for y'all is called Ask Our Man, where we randomly recruit people from the street and so if you're on Instagram harass them. and you know of a man that we should ask some questions to, hey, DM us. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. And speaking of social media, we want to make sure we remind you of all the social media outlets. So make sure you check out our website. Uh, we've got our Patreon account on there. And for those of you who are big podcast listeners, you know what that means. We're always up for a little donation or a little something, something to help us cover the broadcasting and, and production uh, that we have with our awesome, awesome, awesome producer, Mia. So love her. She makes us sound good and keeps us on track and edits all the stupid things that we say out. So we love Mia. Thank you so much, Mia for being part of our team um, and then also we follow us on Instagram at Life is Short Get Divorced as well as our website lifeishortgetdivorced.com all the things for the photos and the fun and 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 you can always send us an email to hello at lifeishortgetdivorced.com and we want the feedback we're all about we feedback we do we need some serious feedback so y'all let us know what you think what you love what you hate what you want more of and always remember you're, you're gonna, gonna be better, better than, than you've, you've ever been, been before, before.